0: Hi, I'm Mike Taylor, I'm the Barber's Voice. Today, I'm going to tell you how to be the ultimate, the best barber you can be. So the big question is, what is an amazing barber? Most people think it's someone that is just really, really good at cutting hair and that's it. And they could not be so wrong. These people are generally Clipper Kings, Fade Masters. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But that's only half the job. You will find a Fade Master in most barbershops definitely in most streets there's loads of people that are decent at cutting men's hair clipper kings loads and loads and loads i teach loads of them but the biggest skill is people wanting to spend time with you that is the best barber that is an amazing barber someone that has a really big client retention rate that is a proper barber and I am going to tell you how you could be the best barber you can be. The way I see it is a great barber is a busy barber and I have worked with some damn average barbers in my time that have got clients queuing and queuing and queuing for them or now making loads of appointments they're completely booked up but they are average and I've worked with some people that are absolutely brilliant at cutting hair And they haven't got very many clients. So the main thing I look for when I say who is a really good barber is if you're a busy barber. With my barber shops, I use the Squire system. It's a really good background system that I can see everything. And I often say to all the staff, here's the percentages of your return rates. And to me, the person that's got the best percentage of the return rate in the company is the best barber. Without doubt, I won't have it. Oh, yeah, but they do sicker skin phase. I don't care. It's if you make people feel good and they want to come back to you, then you're the best barber. So how you be the best barber. The first thing for a lot of the youngsters is customer service. This is why I really, really agree with apprenticeships. There's so many kids that come to me at 16 and they, they can sort of cut hair. They've learned it on YouTube. They're cutting their mates hair but they haven't had a proper job. They haven't got the customer service skills. You really need to be able to look people in the eye. You need to be able to make conversation with them. You have to make them feel good. You have to make them feel comfortable. You have to make them want to spend time with you. And that's a skill. That really is a skill. It's like you need to know basic English and maths as well. For communication, for running your chair, taking payments answering the phone taking appointments and just generally day-to-day running of the barber shop you can't just be someone that's just moody in a corner and just don't say anything to anyone and then when you haven't got a client you just sit in your chair and look at your phone that's not a good barber being a five-star barber that can charge a lot of money you have to have the complete package you have to have really good customer service. Your customer service is there. Now you have to have chat, good chat, about everything and anything. I've known barbers that's got into golf because their clientele play a lot of golf, so they wanted to talk to them about it. My clients, I talk a lot about music, football, families, schooling. I try to stay off the religion. I try to stay off race politics, anything that could cause any anguish or arguments, I stay away from. And once I've got that good relationship, then they trust me. And then they come to me. I've been told by my clients, by one client, he thought he had cancer. So he said to me, sorry, I was a bit off last appointment. I was like, oh, I didn't really know. She was okay. He said, well, I was really nervous. I went for a test because I thought I had cancer, but I've got the all clear. So I'm over the moon. And I shared that moment with him. The next time he come to the barbershop, he said to me, do you know, Mike, apart from my wife and my kids, you're the only other person I told. That's powerful. That really is powerful. i got another client that comes to me first thing in the morning and he comes in at nine o'clock because his wife's still asleep. She's got Alzheimer's. Bless him. And he's in his eighties. I am his respite. He loves coming to see me. Me and him talk about my team Ipswich Town. He was going to play for Derby County one day. So we chat and chat and chat, and I know he really looks forward to the appointments with me and just spending some time at Army's respite. I have got loads of clients like that, and they've all got different needs, to different expectations. Like the big joke is we are the cheapest therapists around. But we actually are. And that's the brilliant thing about being a barber. You get to know Everyone in the community, you become part of the community really, really quickly. Like me, I sponsor the local football team, the local festival. I love being part of the community. I love being needed. But that's part of a barber. A barber's not just one someone that does a sick fade. You've got to willing to be open, open talks, open chats, and really get to know your clients. The next one is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Never stop learning. Keep going to events. Keep going on courses. Keep having that drive to know more. And everything that you know more about, knowledge is power. For me, I am follically challenged. I was losing my hair at a young age. So I know quite a bit about pattern baldness. I know about Propecia. I know about Regain. I know about hair transplants. I know about hair tattooing and i know about systems so 50 percent of men lose their hair or they're not that confident about their hair and i find this is my time to shine and i tell them everything about their hair and i tell them what options they are and normally the best thing you can do if you are going a bit thin is get a nice shorter haircut from the barber but that's my knowledge and I love giving my knowledge. And I know my clients when they're in the pubs, they're giving my knowledge to other people. And people go, like, oh, you know a lot about thinning hair. Oh, that's my barber, Mike. He told me all about that. Knowledge is power, guys. Just learn as much as you can and master it. The next one on my list, health and safety. This is so amazing. So, so important because if you're going to be a five star barber, you're going to be a master barber, you're going to be a great barber, you've got to be a clean barber. You've got to work clean, you've got to have good, new, efficient tools and clean them after every haircut. Make sure your clients see you clean them. Like, for instance, my biggest bugbear, the foils, take them apart and show the clients what a skin fade means and how you clean them properly this would do two things. Actually, it would do three things. One, it would show you as a massive expert barber. Two, it will show why you charge more for a skin fade and how much longer they take as well, because you've got to do the cleaning as well as the haircut takes longer. And three, when they don't see other barbers doing this, they will say, I need to go to the master barber, Mike, because he is not going to give me ringworm. So... Health and safety, broad, not just over the foil shavers, over everything you touch. Your tools should be immaculately clean. It is so, so, so important. And you should work clean. Your station should be clean. Your gown should be clean. Your hands should be clean. Health and safety primer in the barber shop. Make sure it's perfect. That's the only way to be a five star barber. And the last thing you need to be the perfect master barber, five-star barber, passion. Never lose your passion. I'm going to tell you a little story. Once I had an apprentice and this guy had in the chair, he was like, I love this place. I love what Mike does with you guys. I love that you're so young and you're cutting hair so well. I think it's brilliant. And he turned around and went, yeah, I'm thinking of joining the Navy. And this bloke from High as a Kite just went south. He just went zero. And after it, I said, why did you say that? And he said, well, I am thinking of joining the Navy, Mike. I said, well, that's a discussion for you and your manager and your boss. But why you have clients in your chair, you have passion. You have passion for their hair. You have passion for them. You have passion for your job. You have passion for everything. I said, that client was so happy and he left a bit dumbfounded. He should have left even higher than he come in. And for some reason, you just put your downer on him. So do you want to come out of this profession? You come out of this profession. This profession don't want people in it that don't want to be in it. But while you have that client in that chair, you make them 100% your priority. You make them feel a million dollars. And then he just looked at me. And I think I think it snapped. I think the penny dropped. but It was just unbelievable. But never lose your drive. Never lose your passion. And if you feel like your passion is starting to dwindle, get yourself on more education courses or get yourself to a trade show. And after that, if you still ain't got that drive, then get out, of, get out of it, get out of dodge. Barbering don't need you. To be the five-star barber, you need to, yes, cut hair well, but you need to be able open chats great customer service, passion, knowledge, and health and safety. Anyway, I'm Mike Taylor. I'm the Barber's Voice. Email me any questions you have.